Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Making It with Sengwin. Today is very exciting because I'm sitting here together with Svenja. Usually we're <laughs> always on our own computers, but today we're actually sitting here. Picture this on the floor. <laughs> very comfortable talking to each other and um, yeah, talking about confidence. Why Sengwin, what we do on a daily and our big vision for Sanguine. Yes, big topics. Big topics. Let's yes. see how we go. <laughs> Still very experimental. But great. But well, yes. Cool. cool. Let's get started. Let's get started. I would say that. Tell cool. me why Sanguine. Why did we found Sanguine? What is Sanguine about? Well, what is Sanguine about? Why Sanguine? So it goes all back to <laughs> our times when we interviewed, right? No, but what is Sanguine? Basically, we decided to found a female, originally found a female workwear company, so businesswear company for women. Um, because when we started out, there was nothing that we could find. We hated the options out there. It was terrible. We had our first interview, started our first jobs in consulting. And then, yeah, there was just nothing out there that we liked that was uh, one affordable, also made for young women in mind. So that's when we decided to do it ourselves. But, but <laughs> not just add to a, um, yeah, another fashion company, but really do it differently this time and think about it creatively and really found a brand for women uh, in business because of the lack thereof and being that role model and being that guiding guiding brand sort of for young professionals. Yeah, I think it was also maybe like our experience in the corporate world, right? Before it even even started. And I think then it just intensified in, in the corporate world experience where I think if you come from a very liberal very like equal uh, gendered um, campus, right? Of like mm. universities and stuff like that. And then you get thrown into the corporate world. It was still like, to me, I should just talk about myself, but to me, it was very shocking how traditional to a large extent it still is and how hierarchical, obviously I knew the hierarchical part, but how like traditional and also in, in the gender stereotypes of it still was and how, badly balanced it was and it really started even from the first interview as you mm -hmm. said like I wanted to we were going to these big consulting companies and I wanted to feel like a badass and everything that I could find was not very badass looking and uh, I really struggled I really was like running around like a chicken through different cities and towns trying to find the stores searching online searching Pinterest searching Google and I was like what do you even wear when you want to look cool as a young professional you know like even almost like finding myself in this new like world a little bit and uh, yeah I didn't feel like the clothes were really reflecting of how I was feeling and I think that's a large large part of what and the founding story is about right that we really want to be that place because it's, it's also a signaling factor that that there is a place for young professional women right why is there not a specific we have so many specific underwear brands or specific 
I don't know, brands for lifestyle and streetwear and stuff. And why is there nothing specific for women that want to have a really cool career and that want to look sophisticated, but also shop sustainable, right? And um, the signaling factor of, yes, you belong there. And yes, even if it's going to be hard in your job and hard in your career, um, this is where you belong and women belong in these positions. So I think that's a large part of our why. Absolutely. And then at the end of the day, right, that there's something for these women out there. And if you Google yeah. it, that you do find something. Because for our, um, if we talk about our male friends, right, that all went yeah. into the same, it's like this, even sort of this tradition or this um, kind of ritual that you do, you get your first suit and, um, or suits, a couple of them, and then you're set. Yeah. But for us, there's not really that sort of ritual. And I just remember, right, we talked about it because we were both uh, traveling and then we talked about it and we're like, yeah, I'm coming home. I have these interviews. What am I going to wear? And yeah. that's kind of how it started. Yeah. So it's just really like, why do we always have to ask each other and like spend hours on Pinterest um, and all these platforms? And now you want to be that go-to place. So when you Google it, that you will find that inspiration. Yeah. Yes. That is the plan. That's the plan. And that is happening. So, Sanya, what's your, what's your vision for Sanguna? I think, as we mentioned, right, like the, the huge why behind uh, what we founded and why we founded it, turning that around. I think that's the big vision and the big mission, right? Being there for women in leadership. I mean, just very like brand specific. I think that's the vision being there for women in leadership, for aspiring women in leadership, for women in careers. It doesn't need to be, everybody doesn't need to be aspiring to be a CEO, right? But all the women that aspire to have a purpose, to follow a purpose, to probably spend some of their lifetime in corporate or not so corporate, but still like work-related environments, right? If that's at home, as we, most of us are working right now, or if that's in large corporate buildings, right? Um, I think it's really bringing that message out that we, we should be there and that women should be in those positions and that the world is a better place if our leadership and if our corporate places where big decisions are made are reflective of what society looks like and not just reflective of what um, white male cis um, people look like, right? So um, I think that's, that's, the, that's the big, big vision. And apart from that, obviously, there's also a lot of things I think that's if you then go deeper in the why, right? It's a very equal society that we envision. It's a very um, empowered society. And I think that also then vision-wise and mission-wise goes into the supply chain to also their empower, right? I don't think we can we can say like, hey, we push women into leadership and we want to have a more equal and uh, world. And this is what Sangwen stands for if we produce how most fashion is produced, right? So I think it's this very holistic approach to, I mean, in some ways it's very cliche, but do our little contribution to making the world a little bit of a better place, right? And changing also an industry that's extremely polluting, extremely harmful, one of the most harmful industries because it involves so many like oil and gas, obviously it's horrible, fishing is horrible, but um, like fashion really involves a lot of humans, a lot of human hands touch fashion um, apart from just the environmental stuff, right? So there's, um, there's also a lot to be done there. What is it for you? Like maybe also from a more personal um, perspective, what, how does Sengwen tie into your personal mission or what is the part about Sengwen that inspires you the most? I think it's also similar to what you just said, but um, really just making an impact on people's lives and so many different levels. So it's that impact on 
our customers and providing them with that place, right? And that, you know, like-mindedness and yeah. um, being understood. And then through that like-mindedness, also them being able to find each other through networking or just like, you know, making them feel like they belong. Yeah. And then that impact on other people's lives that are like involved in making it happen whether that's through, you know, being able, starting at our team, right? Like being able to build a team, being able to get people on board that um, support this vision and then being able to give them a job and also a purpose. And it sounds maybe a bit cheesy, but like giving them that option to have that purpose and follow their purpose. And then, um, yeah, the people that we employ in our supply chains yeah. and really contributing to that. And yeah, all at the bottom, bottom line, having that impact, I think is really for me <laughs> yeah it's a good one I think we can also do like multiple episodes on this also just supply chain would love to also talk go into depth on what yeah. we envision for our supply chain and stuff right because we really have very very large visions and we can do so much cool stuff and as a buyer obviously we have to grow a lot in order to make those um impacts that we want to make in the supply chains right but there's so much you can do and there's so much to be improved in in this industry it's it's quite exciting but let's go back a little more into brand yeah why sanguine why the name right like why what what does sanguine mean what does it stand for what does it mean to you yeah sanguine we get that question so many times so how do you pronounce it sanguine for everyone it's sanguine so. <laughs> we get that as a lot so it's i think it's really good that we answer that um sanguine what does it mean so it's actually derived from the old english word of sanguine same like same pronunciation different spelling though so i have to tell you actually something yeah. real quick because i'm reading right now obama's book right yeah he uses sanguine yeah i also yeah. read it okay, a couple of times I got before not in obama like in other books i did yeah. the other day also yeah, yeah. And it is used, that's true. It is it's used. used, it's just a more yeah. of a SAT vocabulary, right? It's yeah. not an everyday word that necessarily, especially not non-native people like know right away. Yeah, and I mean, it does have a multitude maybe of meanings, but in, in our strict word of the sense, it's a uh, sense of the word. <laughs> it's really confidence. Yeah. Simply put, it's confidence. At the same time, it's also color, so that's interesting. Yeah. So in the beginning, we did use it's a like this red, yeah. very deep red color. Um, also, one of the reasons why it's um, not the only reason, but it's spelled a little differently. But we wanted to, you know, not compete with the with the dictionaries of the word for once, yeah. but also getting that e, we kind of put that's the, the e. most romantic reason we didn't want to compete with yeah. the dictionary. <laughs> it is great no but um yeah and having that e put to the front that's um this sort of scandinavian touch to also the design aspect of our things yeah. but at the core of it it's really this confidence and and positive notion full of hope to you know make this change and be able to transport that also with the name yeah yeah that is basically what it means yes and then it's then it's the interesting part, right? Like why is confidence so central? Because we had the discussions a lot, right? On um, what the like names, right? Because we knew non-native speakers or like for most of Europe, which is our target market, right? North Northwestern Europe, it's going to be hard to pronounce and stuff like that. And obviously, like 
we were back and forth a little yeah. bit can we find something simpler or something a little nicer to pronounce and stuff like that but i think we were so convinced by the meaning behind it yes because to us really like we really wanted to build a brand that's so strong like just about confidence um and i think like for me especially we mentioned it earlier why we found it and all those things right and we mentioned the fitting in or like being being able to be around like-minded uh people and especially women right because we didn't really necessarily feel that so much we were in a very male dominated environment uh, also during interviews i didn't interview with any woman or yeah. in my team there was uh, barely any women so it's like it was really uh, so at that point in time so central for us to make it the statement of yes you belong here but also like hone in on it, right? Yes. Because it's so hard sometimes to not feel small and because you're surrounded by people that don't look like you or I mean, don't act like you or whatever, right? Have different approaches to communication, whatever it may be. Um, so I think to us that what that's why we also stuck with the name because we <laughs> loved it. Like that was so central on, on just meaning confident quite literally. And uh, yeah, I think that's really what it's all about, what we do, right? It's this yes. confidence inspiring. We want to, we don't want to women, we don't want to empower women. I think that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's nonsense. It's not about empowering women because women are powerful, right? And especially our generation, I feel like we feel the power. We know what women have done before us. Obviously, there's so much work to be done still in our respective countries, but especially around the world. But um, this power of women let, letting them be confident, right? And I think yes. that's so, so central to saying when let them be confident leaders. That's one of our like big mission statements or our big why. Let women be confident leaders and just giving the space and giving not the voice because women have the voice, but just letting them speak and hearing them out. Um, and I think that's really what we want to stand for and why confidence is so central to our name as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you you just mentioned this, right? Like also uh, in terms of uh, confidence and like describe this woman, what's the sanguine woman to you? The sanguine woman, we have this, it's <laughs> our sanguine woman, it's really this wonder woman, no? It's this extremely powerful and um, almost like our higher selves, right? our collective higher selves of all these ambitious career ladies around the world of everyone that wants to live with a purpose, everyone that wants to have like a, an impact on the world and the people around them. I think for all these women, it's almost like their, their higher self of being very energetic, being very confident, being very joyful in, in the making, right? While you, like we always say this, the sanguine woman or like it, she enters the room with like very resolute steps, right? And she makes glass ceiling her dance floors, right? It's, it's really this enjoyable notion. She takes women up with her. She's not out there fighting like by herself or just giving punches and breaking glass ceilings, which she does, she just does that with like on the side, right? It's really this joyful lightness of, um, of a very energetic and a very confident woman. What is confidence to you then? Confidence to me. Um, I think like you also mentioned that before, right? It's a very philosophical question <laughs> or well, maybe it's actually not that philosophical to us. It's a bit philosophical because it's so central to everything we do, everything we write on a daily basis, everything we design, everything we employ, 
in our supply chains, right? It's so, so central. Um, I think about confidence and I think that shifted like about two or three years ago that it's really, I always thought like there were confident people and then there were non-confident people, right? And that's kind of a characteristic or I mean, it, like almost a result of kind of a bit of nurture, right? I don't, I never thought it was like <laughs> biological or something, but um, I always thought like took it a bit, bit as a given. And then I think about two, three years ago, it really shifted for me because um, to me nowadays, it's it's a skill. Confidence is a skill that needs training and that goes up and down. And it's not once you have it, you have it for good and forever, but you, you work on it and you go through life um, always trying to increase it a little bit, right? And to me, I think something that's very central to confidence is a willingness to try. I think confidence really comes from uh, challenges. I think confidence comes from walking through things that are very uncertain to you, com comes from challenges and like out of your comfort zone experiences. And ultimately, what then makes you confident is trusting yourself that you can do it and that you can like go through those situations when the next one arises. And I think that's also why it's not once like it's there, it's there, right? It's really, you have to build it and you have to if it challenge yourself and go out of your comfort zone in order to make it. And then ultimately it's a willingness to try, right? It's the willingness to try and trust yourself enough to go out of your comfort zone. And yeah, then you have, then you are confident in that moment and you're building more confidence. So I think it's really this um, stepping out in the unknown a little bit. Yeah, I love that. And especially, right, it's because of these different situations. It doesn't mean that yeah. you are um confident like equally confident in every situ single situation it's really yeah. dependent on how much were you exposed maybe to a certain one before um to build up that confidence at the end of the day right because i think it's this yeah trusting yourself trusting in yourself and yeah. to try it and um yeah i mean also what do you think now we um we talk to our women our career women women in the workplace um, what do you think? How do you become confident there? The, yeah, I mean, it's a big question, right? And I think there's not, I think there's a lot of podcasts and YouTube. I think a lot of people talk about how to become confident, right? And I don't want to go into any cliches. I think it's part of becoming confident is knowing what makes yourself confident. And I think that's different for everyone. I think everyone builds their confidence differently, right? Just like everyone learns different skills differently, right? You have some visual learners, you have some like spatial learners, whatever, right? Like there's different ways of like acquiring skills. And I think similar to, um, to how like athletic skills or whatever you acquire differently by person, I think it's similar to confidence. That's why I don't love this like one solution fits all. Um, I think in general, deriving from kind of the definition I have for myself, right, or we have kind of for Sanguine of this, like going through challenges. So obviously deriving from that, how do we become confident is leaping and just trusting that, that, uh, that you're not going to fall, but there's something that catches you, right, and trusting yourself enough in that. And I think that's how you do it. You start small. It doesn't need to be a humongous leap that at some, I don't know, like what is a humongous leap? You just take a flight and you're gone forever and always for in a different country, moving to Australia. I don't know. Maybe that's not like the way to start, right? But it's the small things. Um, and just like areas where you know you don't love 
talking to, I don't know, even the cashier at the supermarket or something, right? And then just forcing yourself to like say more than just thank you at the end, right? And like voice like a second sentence or something. And I think that's how it's built. That's what I think. I also have a, maybe like also one of the summarizing questions a little bit. Um, what is confidence in the workplace then, right? Because yeah. that's when it becomes interesting and that's when it becomes very sanguine, essential. Yeah. What is confidence in the workplace? Is it different? Why is it important? So we probably need to dissect it a little bit. Um, what is confidence in the workplace? I think it's similar, right? Like there is still this learning again and like challenging yourself and being exposed to certain situations that you need to build up again, maybe it's, um, yeah, that you know that you belong there. Mm -hmm. So I think that one probably comes also from, part of it probably comes from the outside, right? Like people also telling you, right? Like this, like you belong there and also these, having these mechanisms in place that will allow you um, to feel comfortable there and will allow you or make it easier for you to build up that confidence because it's not so, uncomfortable and you need to challenge yourself in every single situation um, on the other hand it's really maybe the fact that you are in this in this position of having to you know find your way around and not having that many role models usually especially male-dominated industries around yourself that um, yeah you're exposed and have to learn a lot quicker because mm -hmm. um, in that moment you don't um, yeah you don't have any other choice than to put yourself into that challenging situations and um, that automatically mm, will build that confidence, I would say, in a certain way. Yeah, and it comes again and again, right? There's so many different stages, yeah. obviously. There's the first big leap when you first start in your career and you only know what university is like and what school is like, right? And then it's uh, very new, but then the next steps are that you get more, like that you get promoted, right? And more responsibility and that's again the, the uncertain situation where you really like again have to find your footing right and that's also why like our mission and with this like more women leadership right it's kind of like moving up and moving up a little bit always means there's going to be more and more challenges and I think that's also why this confidence is so central right because you need it and you learn it by like striving to go there um, yeah I would say that was my addition to what you said <laughs> I love it. It's great, I think. Yeah. Cool. Any summarizing words for our little sanguine and confidence session? If you could if you could say one thing to all our sanguine people, what is it? Like what what is like a summarizing little goal? Trust yourself that you can do it. Yeah. I think that is very central. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Nice. Good. Good last word. Good last word. Do you have any last words that you no, want to share? I think it's. Uh, I think it's a good. The perfect. It starts with trusting yourself, right? And that's where where you go from there. Yes. And if you ever want to chat a little more about this and uh, want to maybe hear a little more on how we started trusting ourselves. <laughs> shoot us a message still anytime. learning still <laughs> learning to trust still learning to build their confidence yeah that's my, maybe also right like it's a work in progress obviously so also and it that. always will be i think that is very true and it's beautiful to look that way right 
this work in progress mm -hmm. along the time. But yeah, shoot us a message on any of our socials, maybe at Sanguine on Instagram or on our, our email address, which is office at sanguine.com. Check us out on our website, also sanguine.com. <laughs> all of it is sanguine. All of it is sanguine. All of us are sanguine, all of you are sanguine. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. If you have any specific questions to what we discussed today or have any input in what we should be discussing, maybe we'd also love to hear that. And um, this is definitely also work in progress. Our podcast <laughs> a recording and um, we're very excited that you just spend 20 minutes with us and look forward to seeing hearing from you again very soon bye bye Thank you.